I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I've been down here too long. It's time for me to ascend. From the sewers of Gotham, a new villain emerges. You didn't invite me, so I crashed! From the rooftops of Gotham, the perfect enemy comes to life. save this city is a creature of the night. Hey, stud. I thought we had something together. We do. While she craves a romance she can sink her claws into. You're catnip to a girl. He plots a foul reign of destruction. My dear penguins, thanks to Batman, the time has come to punish all of Gotham! Hello. 
Hello and Merry Christmas, everyone. My name is John Rain, and thank you for joining me in the Hollylight Volcano that is Smirchpot HQ for a Christmas special. We'll be delving deeply into Christmas, tackling a different Christmas film with each exciting guest by my side. And today we'll be heading to Gotham City in order to find out the three levels of comic conventions a giant, oddly dressed man baby, a disturbed cosplayer who seems to be really into it, and a fat, smelly bloke who shits himself. Yes, it's Batman <laughs> Returns. And joining me to take care of the squealing, wretched pinhead puppets of Gotham City is Dan Thomas. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yes, we're recording this in the morning, everybody. Is this going out? This is actually going out today, isn't it? I'm going to put it out as soon as we finish, yeah. Oh, this is practically live. All right, yeah. so we're doing this very. It is 6 a.m. It's not 6 a.m. <laughs> might be in Welsh time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're we're a day ahead. You're three hours and 40 years behind us. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, sorry, it's an open goal. <laughs> um, so, Batman Returns then. Now, this is, um, as we briefly discussed off air, this is a lot of people's favourite Batman film. Yeah. Like people I, seem, in fact, one of my first notes is, mm. this is my favourite Tim Burton film. Mm. That was, I wrote that uh, about two and a half minutes in. Right, right. I would not have written it at the end of my notes. No, I've never liked this film, ever. And I've been in many rounds with people on Twitter to say, I hate this film. I haven't seen this in 20 plus years, probably. But I remember when it came out, so I was 12 when it came out, and I loved it. Mm. Oh, I loved I, it when I was a kid. Yeah. And you hated it straight away. Well, I didn't hate it straight away. I, I was disappointed in how small it felt compared to the previous one. It's so weird because it, it feels like a play. Yeah. And yeah. I never got that feeling when I was a kid because there was a sense of scope of the city, and mm. there is no sense of scope of the city, as it turns out. It no. all feels like it's set... In a warehouse, yeah, in, which it is. It's just because you read about it, it's like, oh, well, half the Warner Brothers sets were made up of um, Gotham City sets. It's like, were they? Mm-hmm. How many sets have you fucking got then? Yeah. Because there's the one big one, there's the uh, the plaza, the Gotham Plaza, mm-hmm. and then the rest is just rooftops around the plaza. Yeah, it just feels so small. And yeah, I saw this when I was what, what was this? Ninety two. I was fifteen. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I liked it because it's Batman, but then I remember getting it in video for Christmas, and um, I watched it again, and I just had that empty. Oh, I don't know if I like this feeling. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did for a long time. I, I quite enjoyed it. I used to catch it on TV well in the matines. It was like, oh, it's fine. But when I sat down to actually properly watch it for a podcast, I was like, this is a shambles. Mm. It's, it's. I think because the first film, Tim Burton's, not, hasn't got a sense of he's not got the control, has he? Because the studio are very much leading things on that one. No, so the first one feels kind of like a kind of Dick Tracy ish. Well, that was a year later, but it, like mm. it does feel like a colourful comic book gangster movie. Mm. This he's gone for that whole German expressionism look. Mm-hmm. So he's got that, and it look. I mean, I'll say this in its defence: it looks really good. Because I don't mind it being small, really. I mean, that's not necessarily a problem. It just, well, I mean, it is for this. But it looks good. The cinematography is great. A lot of the um, performances are fantastic. Yeah. The problem really is the script and the direction. Yeah. Yeah, because he get he, Sam Hamm had written a sequel which was about the Penguin and Catwoman looking for buried treasure. Tim Burton didn't like that, so he brought in Daniel Walters, who'd just written Heathers. Yeah. And he came up with the plot that we get now. Which I've got, I get, the plot I don't necessarily have a problem with, but the problem is the logic of this film is stupid mm. in the way that, like, the Batman 
Adam West series was stupid. Exactly. But you yeah. forgive it in that because it's a big stupid sitcom, essentially. Mm. Mm. This is it's gone for oh no, we're like gritty and gothic, you know. But it's just as stupid as the Adam West version, without mm-hmm. the charm or laughs. Yeah. Or sharks. Or sharks. Yeah. Or spray to repel the sharks. Yeah. Or getting rid of a bum. Yeah. Well, he, a- he does get rid of a bum in this though, to be fair. Yeah, but it's not funny. No, it's not funny. No, but um, we begin with a, a shot from the past with Pee Wee Herman and his wife who have just given birth to a deformed baby boy. Now, th- if I remember rightly, this was just after he'd been caught wanking. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask what the timeline was on that. I think it's either just after or just before. One of the two, because I remember it was quite, oh, oh, Pee Wee Herman's in this, oh, at the time. People seem to have forgotten about the wanking thing. Yeah, they have now, yeah. With that said, wasn't he wanking in a porn cinema? Yes. What are you supposed to do? Exactly. It's like Fred Willard got caught wanking in a porn cinema, didn't he? A couple of years before he, he died. He did. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I remember him tweeting after he got arrested, wait till you hear my side of the story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't tweet anything else. <laughs> I genuinely think if B.B. Herman got caught wanking in a cinema now, no one would give a shit. Well, it depends, you know, if if he's gone to see Encanto, maybe, but it's mm-hmm. but it, it, it's a porn cinema. I, I didn't. I this is how I found out you weren't supposed to wank. I just assumed, you know, there mm. was like some sort of receptacle, like an old ashtray, like you used to have in cinemas, <laughs> just a tub to wank into, and then you go, "Thanks a lot." It's, One well, arm that, the other arm tissues. Yeah, or popcorn, mm. whatever. Mm. It's still mm. a cinema. Mm. Yeah. But I suppose that's the equivalent of Mr. Tumble being caught wanking in a cinema, isn't it? Because he was the top children's entertainer of the time. There is that, but clear, I'm still coming back to the logistics of a cinema. Of like, I assume he wasn't the only children's entertainer, and there's probably tons of them. Mm. I, and it's he got arrested because he was famous, but I, I can't imagine he was the only one in there having a toss. No. Well, but, I just keep uh, thinking but, of the Simpsons one where Chief Quimby turns around. Not Chief Quimby, sorry, um, the policeman. I've forgotten his name. Chief Wiggum. Wiggum turns around in the cinema and sees... Crusty, I think, and then goes, ah, I'm arresting you. And he's like, well, why are you here? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's a Happy bit Christmas, weird. by the way, everyone. Oh, yeah, happy Christmas. Two, two minutes in, and we're straight into wanking in cinemas. Wanking in cinemas. Well, it's, we have to report facts. Yeah. It's our yeah. responsibility. Anyway, so they've had a baby, and we don't know what's wrong with them yet, but it's obviously not good, because the doctor comes out wanting to vomit. <laughs> I mean, what say. all it is is a slightly ugly baby with flipper hands. Yeah. I think everyone's been an insensitive prick, to be honest. I mean... Ted Cruz's family went through this. Did they? Well, you've seen him, haven't you? Oh, I thought you meant I thought you meant his kids are flipper babies. Oh, no, like, oh no. well, it's a shame. I mean, they've got enough problems if there is kids. I imagine when Ted Cruz was born, he looked like a tiny grandpa monster. Yeah. yeah. And it's you know what? And if people hadn't freaked out, maybe he wouldn't have grown up to be the monster he is. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um so being the responsible parents they are. They take the baby to the river and throw it in the river. Well, this also, it took me until watching it now to go, oh, because uh, it cuts to, uh, so it starts off with Pee Wee Herman looking through the window having a sherry or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then the doctor runs out screaming and freaking out. Mm-hmm. Then he goes in and sees the baby and screams. And then it fades to back to the window where he's got a sherry again, but now his wife's there with a sherry. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realise... For some reason, as a kid, I watched that thinking that it was the same Christmas. Like, what they've instantaneously <laughs> just put the kid in the little cage he's in. Mm. Like, being like, oh, it's Christmas Eve, and I've got to go to screw fix and get some sheet metal and make a cage for the baby. No, but it is apparently, I guess, a year, the, like the following Christmas. Yeah. And the kid's in the cage, and the cat gets too nearby and gets, you know, pulled in. Mm. 
And I guess eaten. Yeah, and, the, oh, and what do the parents do? Oh, sh- I mean, some, it's probably not, or cuddled. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just likes the cat. Uh, and the the parents just go, oh, typical, and then look back through the window and finish their sherry. Yeah, they you got they haven't imposed any limits on this kid and got no, no, don't cuddle or eat the cat. Yeah. It's just bad parenting is what's like this. Parenting. It's not flipper. It's not because he's a flipper baby. It's not mm. he's a monster. He's been badly raised. He has. It's very. It's, it's a sad indictment of society. Yeah, and, and the way we treat penguin children. Yeah, exactly. They throw him in the river and he goes in the sewer. And then we get the uh, opening credits, which I quite like. I like that. That's where I wrote down, this is my favourite Tim Burton, because it mm. looks really good. This. Mm. You know, it, it is this weird Tim Burton-y sort of fairy tale, like... We're never quite sure where in time it's set because I mean it, the whole film kind of looks like the fifties or something. Yeah. Um, except they mentioned current celebrities, so it's a bit confusing that way. I yeah, that's true. I've got about it. Mm. Um, but so he goes down into the the sewers, and apparently the sewers are first of all massive. Yeah. Not full and of shit. Not full of shit. <laughs> it's very clean water. Mm. But very well lit. Yeah. Uh, and and apparently they lead directly to an old. Uh, I don't even know what that place is. Ice-themed theme park? A, a, a sort of zoo, but the Arctic version <clears throat> bit of the zoo. Yeah. What it should be, really, is you should be raised by a family of turds. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it is a coincidence that he looks a bit like a penguin. It is. And is raised... I mean, it also, how many urban centres have forgotten penguins living in them? I don't know now. It makes me question everything. I mean, there's a few... I know there's a bunch in Neath, but other than that... I don't know. I want to go and... I mean, I, there's a tour you can do in Brighton where you go down to the Victorian Brighton sewer, which I imagine is full of shit. But I'm, I want to ask them there, have you seen any penguins? Yeah. <laughs> at all? Oh, I saw, a, I saw a, It looked like a penguin, but when I picked it up and ate it, it, it was a shit. Yeah, and so... But then you're like, well, hang, I mean, that's bad, but also <laughs> you picked up what you thought was a penguin and just bit its head off. Yeah. No, no, I meant the, the, the chocolate bar. Sorry, I was, I was thinking... Oh, ah, 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 ah. Which looks a bit like a shit, so you could have probably taken a view on that. Exactly. I p- p- picked it up. <laughs> it, was it. A pup, it was a pup, 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 poo. It was a poo. <laughs> <laughs> also, I should point out, um, the opening credits, as much as I love them. Now, I... The, the opening credits to the first film, I think, is something you'd put on to test your sound system because it's so good. Yeah. With the big orchestra. It feels like this one's got a much smaller orchestra. Okay. I'll it's quite underwhelming. And also there's lots of lady singing that he liked using in Edward Scissorhands and he's brought over to this one as well. Right. Because okay. we didn't know then that he had a very limited scope. Who? Elfman? Yeah. Well, he hasn't. It's just this is what we ended up doing. Because when he was in the Ongo Bongo band, mm. it was a totally different sound. And, you know, and we've talked about this. He did the score for Midnight Run, which mm. is nothing like this. And it's, no. th- my, it's my favourite score of all time. Yeah, he has range. He just yeah. never gets to use it no more. Do you think Tim Burton just says to him, can you just do that same thing again? Yeah, I, th- I think that's exactly what it is. I wonder who he was with at this point. Because Tim Burton's like, he, he, he goes out with people he works with, doesn't he? Uh, 1992 for years he was with that Lisa Marie was he with Winona Ryder ever oh I don't know I think maybe she was a bit young then oh she was well she was with Johnny uh, Depp yes right she was with Johnny Depp the other lunatic yeah and then he went and got up with Helena Bonham Carter yeah with her for years and now I think he's with Eva Green he is yeah that's disgusting is it 
Yeah. Because he's old, not because it's Eva Green. Well, a bit of both. Eva Green's great. She is great, but what's she doing? What, what, why is she... She's got a paucity of ambition, that's all I'm saying. I... Well, <laughs> think about... I don't know, yeah, he's got... I think he's got a swagger to him, maybe, Tim Burton. A swagger? Like, he. All right, that's the wrong word. He gives the impression of being a tortured genius, and birds like that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He was also raised in the sewers by a pen. I'd fucking believe that, or just yeah. an old wig. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to know something, by the way, because his, his, his carriage floats all the way through the sewer with no shit, ends up with some penguins, mm. and the penguins look at him, and I'm thinking, how are they going to get him out of there? How are they going to make him? He's still one years old. He mm. still needs formula feeding. Mm. You can't just give that baby a raw fish and expect him to grow up to look normal. He's certainly not going to be the fat fucker that he is in this film. No. <laughs> He's going to be wasted away. But they, there's a big belt across the front and they've got no opposable thumbs or hands. They've got flippers. Well, you say that, but I was watching it again. There's a, there's a big... I mean, there's a lot of plot holes in this. Mm. The main one, not to skip to the exact end, but when they are dragging him into the water, I was watching it going, they're not even touching that thing. There's clearly stagehands pulling Danny DeVito's dead body down because it's not like the penguins have given him a grip and are yanking him down the slide. Oh, sounds a bit rude. Well, yeah. I want, Sorry, it's even a slide. It's technically a concrete jetty. If I was Danny DeVito, I'd say secretly, when I die, I want this to happen without anyone knowing. All right, so well, that's... my funeral. Why is his funeral at the Lido? <laughs> 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 and he's just getting dragged in by... It wouldn't be penguins. It'd be like seagulls. No, no, you said penguins now. So when no, you go, no. we're, that's what we're going to arrange. Oh, me? You, know, you said if I was Danny DeVito, I'd want it done. Oh, well, right. you're not Danny DeVito, but we can still drag you in a pool with some penguins. All right. I'd like to be pulled off by a penguin at my funeral. Okay. Yanked down a uh, slope. And what song would you like playing? Um, the, something from Mary Poppins, because they're all little penguin <laughs> butlers. And waiters. Yeah, so we're going to dress penguins like little waiters, drag you into a pool, and then leave. Yeah. It's a jolly okay. holiday with Mary, I think, is the song he's singing okay. when the okay. penguins come okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah? So that's your funeral arrangement sorted? Also, that would be a real kind of contextual thing. Everyone would be like, why Why is this song playing? And then someone will go, oh, because of the penguin waiters. And then everyone will be like, oh, that's really fucking vague, isn't it? <laughs> that's a connection. Fucking John, always making these <laughs> obscure pop culture references. <laughs> But it's 33 years later, and the, yeah. ice, the ice princess is turning Gotham City lights on in the town square that's like five foot by eight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is big. I watched the making of. It is a massive set. It don't the look problem it. is, it just doesn't look it. No. It looks tiny. You think of the old one, like you mentioned earlier. It took over the entire Pinewood back lot. Yeah. I mean, this, and I think they had all the set packed and ready to go because to shoot in London again, and then Burton decided to shoot it in uh, Los Angeles instead. I wonder why. I wonder what that was about. Maybe he didn't like going to London at the time. Yeah, fair enough. Thatcher's Britain, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't much on. Only four what? channels. Yeah, nineteen ninety-one. You still get Sky. Yeah, true, but they didn't yeah. have much on. You could watch no. Michael Aspel's Wheel of Fortune or whatever it was. Price so, is I, right. I never had Sky when I was little. Oh, and right. I was always obsessed with it because I used to read in the paper that there was a show every morning on Sky There was Jake's Fitness Minute hmm. where they'd get the bloke who played the Incredible Hulk. That was Jake, wasn't it? Something? Um, no. Oh, Lou. Lou, Lou. Fringo. Lou yeah, Fringo. Yeah, yeah. Lou's Fitness Minute. And he hmm. would just do a one-minute exercise. 
I was like, how much are you going to get done in a minute? Not much. But that's that's the. Oh, I didn't even want to watch Simpsons. That's why I wanted Sky. Lose Fitness Minute. Yeah. It's just just be him getting his trousers off, and then it'll just cut. Or just having a swig of water going, all right, everyone stretch. Yeah. Make sure you, uh, okay. And next, okay. next, and, next yeah. time on Lose Fitness Minute. <laughs> it's just, we'll get, yeah, we'll get the socks off, hopefully, next week. It's this impossible frustration of, oh, fucking hell. I mean, it's not long enough. And then he eventually died. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's that's Sky for you. I mean, he's not dead, but I imagine he died trying to pack in as much as he could into that one minute. Is Lou Ferrino not dead? He's not dead, no. He looked. He's looked dead a while. He's deaf. Is he deaf? Yeah. No, no. He, he looks. No. He is he deaf. Looks, is he? Yeah. But he he doesn't look deaf. What? <laughs> I mean, that's what he said. But what? <laughs> yeah, he is deaf. He's either deaf or like very hard of hearing. Because I know. I remember watching Pumping Iron when I was young. Okay? Yeah. And um, he, you know, he had that thing. I don't mean to be horribly offensive. But he had that thing because he's deaf. He couldn't speak. You know, he thought he was speaking properly, but it wasn't quite coming out properly. Bless him. Oh, right. But I think that he's a lot better a lot. now than he was when he was younger. Oh, that, that's good. Yeah. Maybe he just you don't care anymore. He used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid, he did. I'm not surprised. He was the a opening green credits of The Incredible Hulk used to terrify me. Scarier than a peng- fat penguin, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the Ice Princess is going to turn the lights on. Meanwhile, millionaire philanthropist Max Shrek... <laughs> played by Christopher Walken, yeah. is proposing to build a power plant to supply Gotham with more energy. Yeah, yeah. Now then, he... What the fuck is this plot? I have no idea. Because it sets it up like, oh, this is the thing that Batman's going to have to stop. Mm. It get it gets mentioned one more time, mm-hmm. and that's the end of that plot. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just so we can have him in this, basically. I was really disappointed when I first saw this because I read in a magazine that Christopher Walken was going to be in Batman Returns and I had it in my mind that was Christopher Lambert. Oh, I like this better. I like this better. But when I first saw this, I thought, oh, oh, I've mixed up my Christophers. Well, that wouldn't happen again, would it? No, but he did go on to play... Uh, Shrek did go obviously go on to live in the uh, the fan- <laughs> in the woods and do a shit in a hut. Yeah, it was, but, yeah, and he became a massive green thing. I got, mm. I ended up in the sewers, and I got adapted by some jelly babies, and I they raised me as their own. <laughs> oh, imagine Shrek with Walken and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> no, I mean, they that would have been a route to go. Mm. After Watchers and passed away. After Chris Farley died, of course. Chris our, Farley died. Our first Who's the ne- call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello. I hear you need a- any Chris. I could be an ogre, a donkey, guy called Chris. I got range. <laughs> Have you been watching his uh, BBC program? Uh, uh, Vandals. Not Vandals. Outlaws. Uh, Outlaws. No, I can't. You know why? Because I got offered um, a bit of... Uh, made a, like a small thing in it, mm-hmm. and then lockdown happened, and then it didn't happen. Oh, yeah, and it would have been like a friend of mine works on it, and uh, there was talk of like, oh, you could come, you like Crystal Walton, didn't you? Like a little bit, yes. Mm. Do you want to do a little thing? Yeah, oh, that's happen. annoying. It is annoying. Fucking COVID. Who's the real victim? Me. It's you, always you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Shrek's having a meeting with the mayor and all the big hitters of Gotham, and then. He's talking about stuff, you know, power plants and everything like that. And then the secretary, Selena Kyle, 
Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, who is incredible in this. Yeah, she is. All the, I would say everyone is really good in this. Um, yes. I mean, maybe some of the supporting guys, I don't know, not so much. But, but I mean, every, you can't say they haven't committed. No, no. Walker, I'm not sure, knows where the fuck he is. But no. he's having a whale of a time. He does look like he's wandered in after a, a sort of road traffic accident. Yeah, but that's his vibe, though, yeah, isn't it? it is. He could, any part is like, oh, you know what? Something terrible happened on the way here, but I'm not going to bother you. Okay, roll. Do you want to have a, no, wait, do you want to have a sit down? No, no, I'm ready to film. What are we doing? That Okay, just start filming. I Give me a wig. <laughs> that wig is awful, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but I like that because it's, it's you know, part of our trilogy. You know, so we've only done two, so we this and Voodoo a Kill is mm. him putting on some kind of fright hair situation but he's also dressed like a wazzock in this like a 30s pimp i i was looking at it going mm. i'll be frank with you i was watching it because he's got that sort of it's not pinstripe it is very mm. thick black and gray mm. he looks like a banker from a from a 30s movie or, or, or you say a gangster like yeah actually he doesn't look like a gangster he looks like a gangster's accountant but yeah. anyway but i was looking at it going i wonder if i could swing that look mm, you probably could i don't think i could I he he looks. I think he looks fantastic in this, but mm. he does look like he is in a film from the thirties. Mm. I mean, I'd argue that you don't really need him in this film. Uh, well, I There's would argue that he, sh- he should be in every film. Well, is my yeah, feeling. I mean, that is true, but in this film, there's not much for him to do. Well, the tricky thing is, um, if your plot is going to be the penguin runs for mayor. Mm. I feel he does need an in. He can't come out of the sewers and say, I hope I can count on your vote. It's like, Ugh. oh, God, no. What are you? You need somebody going, trust me, he's good. He got some good ideas. Trust me, look at my hair. Thing is, if he did, the Penguin had just waited another 30 years, he could have come out of that sewer and just been really racist and everyone would have voted for him. Yeah, but he didn't have the money to be able to get his message out. You can't just knock on Fox News and say, I, I don't like... Um, Mexicans, Mexicans. Mm. and they're like, "Oh, welcome aboard." I think you can actually. All right, well, that's that's an idea for our next podcast. I know GB News; that is literally their policy. Have they asked you to go on it yet? Me? Yeah. No. Oh, you can't be far down the line now. (laughs) Honestly, it's going down now. It's you know, I reckon this next time there's a Bond film. I reckon next time there's a Bond film. If they make it not a straight white male, they'll be straight on the blower to you. Uh, LBC contacted me once and I said no. Oh, uh, yeah? What, what What about? About a Lady Bond thing. Okay. I'm yeah. not saying you'd say yes to it. I'm just saying you'll get an offer one day. Uh, I'll say no. Yeah, good. You should I'll, say no. I'll say I will say yes if I can sit on Eamon Holmes' lap. <laughs> God. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, s- suckle at his teat. That's my rider. Yeah. Eamon Holmes will say to you. <laughs> that's that'd be a great name for a sitcom if Sean Ryder was your butler. That's my rider. That's my rider. <laughs> Tristan me Mellon man. Um. Anyway, so Selena has a, 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 a thing. She goes, oh, "I've got an idea." Actually, it's more of a suggestion. And then all the men are like, <laughs> "A woman spoke." <laughs> I the the thi- why has she got this job? I don't know. Because she's not very good at it. I'll be honest with you. She's clearly 
No. You can't be in that job without going, this bloke's a fucking head kiss. Mm. I'll probably just keep my head down. Mm-hmm. And she's chipping in, which clearly, you know, I'm not saying women shouldn't chip in. Mm. I'm just saying in this scenario, you're working for a megalomaniac, shut the fuck up. Certainly don't, as you do later, go through the private files and get pushed through a window for it. He does say, though, in the plus column, she makes a hell of a cup of coffee. Well, yeah, doesn't now, seem enough. I had the uh, comic book adaptation of this film. Right. I had it for the first film and this one, and both times I regretted it because both times they spoiled the film. Ofs, because they give you the whole plot. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what do you fucking need? The adaptation of Batman Returns and a big sticker that says, contains spoilers. It might. I should have done. I'm stupid. Anyway... I, I I get really angry at some of the dialogue in this, and again that goes down to the writing. But she calls herself a stupid corn dog, yeah, and she does it again later. And I just thought well, no one would call themselves a corn dog. Uh, no, no, it's it's an odd. I always took that to be a slight um, sort of like the fifties vibe they're going for. Like it feels like something maybe somebody hey corn dog is something they'd say in a fifties film when you can't call someone a cunt. I think it's just cunts being kooky, which is what this film yeah. should be called. Yeah, yeah, that mm. is what it is. Mm. But she forgot to give Shrek his speech. That's right, yeah. And he goes down and he goes, I forgot my speech. And then he goes, remind me to take it out on what's her name? And he just... He, <laughs> yeah, and he, well, first couple of things I noticed in this scene. First mm. of all, he throws presents into the crowd. In the only way Christopher Walken could... Yeah, do. he does the exact yeah. same thing. He does it a Molotov and Voodoo a Kill. Exactly. Like a weird, his whole body to... Oh! Well, take that! Wow! <laughs> and he's chucking it. And, <laughs> but, and then, but I love the fact... This is the most Christopher Walken bit, which is, I think, they said... Oh, has, has he even seen the script for the next bit? Because he just starts ad-libbing stuff... Because he hasn't got his speech, and he's mm. just going, I don't know, hero, I don't know about that. I'm mm. just a guy. I wish I, I, I love you. I want to give you love. And then he, j- I can't help but feel they just cut there, and he just carried an ad lib in weird I shit. So. I wish I could give you world peace and maybe like a bird, I'm a, like a little bird in the cage, like a sparrow or a seagull. I don't know. I don't know birds, tires. <laughs> I'd like to buy you all a nice set of tires. Tires are good. I know a guy. He does great tires. They're tasty. Not tasty. That's the wrong phrase. Not a word to describe, but round. They're fucking round. <laughs> no one's seen a rounder tire than my guy's tires. I want to give you all tires. And they were like, okay, cut, cut. Just, I, I got more. We know, we know, but just, we've got enough. He does say the line, I wish I could give you more than expensive baubles. <laughs> yeah, and like, and that's where they went, and that was an ad lib, and we thought that's far enough, Chris. Oh. He did he did two days of monologue in there before we had to go. We had to move on. <laughs> we struck the set around him. We stopped. We we were knocking the set down by the time he finished. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, and then the Red Triangle Gang attack during the speech. And these can fuck right off. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've put, as soon as you see this fucking gang, you know Tim Burton was given full control of this film. Oh, God, yeah. All spirals uh, and, and Day of the Dead skull things. and uh, Devils and blokes with leotards on. The problem is, at this point, because this really is, well, no, I guess Edward Scissorhands was the year before. Yeah. His visual style hadn't become the ornate cliche that it totally is now mm. so it was, it was sort of it didn't feel as bad back then we thought oh that looks quite cool and then he was like oh do you think it's cool enough to do 15 more times mm, not really well i'm gonna all right then i think that the, the key difference between this and the first one is the first one had an actual well an actual serious production designer anton first who died before this one yeah and then he brought in Bo welch who does all his kooky 50s shit yeah and that's why it's kooky. Also, I mean, I don't think it would have mattered who he brought in because he had made so much money. I mean, he kind of redefined the modern he did. Uh, cliche. But Warner Brothers were like, let him do what he wants and mm. see what happens. And mm. obviously Edward Scissorhands had happened, and that had been a hit as well. And I should reiterate the point that um, one of the complaints they got of this film was the fact that McDonald's had made a, a Happy Meal film. And there's a bit in this where the penguin bites a man's nose and blood squirts out. Which they should have done with the ketchup or something, just to... Incorporated. Yeah, yeah. That kind of looked like a really, like a. I quite like adverts for burgers where the, bur- the ketchup squeezes out. Mm. They could have just superimposed a burger over that guy's nose and said, uh, McDonald's. Yeah. McDonald's and Batman this summer. The Penguin Burger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Could have called it the Arctic Burger. You could have put like cold lettuce in it. Yeah. Uh, a, a bar of penguin on top. Well, that's a bit much, but carry on. <laughs> and so much ketchup that when you bite it, it squirts out. Yes. Hmm. Well, that's, you know, clearly you should have been the head of McDonald's global marketing when you were 15, but there's probably windows closed now. I think, I think that's probably a god now. I've accepted yeah. that. But you could have sat next to someone you don't like and squirted ketchup all over their face. Yeah. I mean, you still can. Yeah, I, I might do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, now we get the uh, very stupid bat signal system. Oh, fuck me. Um, I never realised how stupid this was. So stupid. So the bat signal shines, mm. right, across the city, and then somehow there's a sensor on his fucking house that turns on its own bat signals mm-hmm. that points to a window. What if he's having a shit or something, or he's in the bath? What if any of the neighbours go, yeah. what the fuck is that on the roof? First of all, how did the council give you planning permission for that? Yeah. Second of all, are you Batman? Well, 
I'll answer the first question first, if you don't mind. Uh, well, I filled out all the forms and uh, I know someone at the council, so that was fine. Your second point, ah, oh, I've got to going. I've got to go out. Uh, as it turned out, I was just having a shit. Goodbye. What if you, you were conducting a meeting of people who thought you were Batman and you were saying, I just want to put your fears at rest. I am not Batman. And that big signal, bing, comes through the window. All anyway. Right. All right, I am. I am. Yeah. Who put that? I think the oh, I think the guy who owned it before me was Batman. Mm, yeah, yeah, I've only lived here for about a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of, um, I'm, I'm thinking of taking those down. If anything, yeah, I'm probably. I think I will. I probably put a satellite dish there so I can watch Jake's Fitness Minute. <laughs> Lou, 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 Lou. All right, you got me. I'm Batman. Fuck's sake! I'll have to kill you all now. And he, he spends the next half an hour hitting them all with hammers. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was a child. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you get this stupid bat signal thing just so he can stand up in his chair like, ooh. And then he turns up and he um, murders a fire-breathing clown. I, uh, the thing, I mean, worse than having it, if he, having that thing coming through the window, first of all, get a pager. Mm. This is too much. Mm. Worse than having a sh- Sometimes he's going to be having a toss. Mm. Now then. And if he's halfway through, try him. It's a very solid piece of kit, that bat suit. Yeah. You can't get in that if you're at half mast. No. You might break just, the knob. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Certainly it's going to slow your response time down. Yeah, there was that story a couple of, was it last year, a bloke who snapped his knob in half? <laughs> might, that might happen to him. Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess that would make him even more bitter. Oh, I mean, livid. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he turns up on this tiny five by eight street in his car, and uh, hits th- fires discs at people on motorbikes. Yeah, and then he does this thing which doesn't make any sense, where his car stops and then a plunger comes down and rotates it like a train. Yeah, it's like that is so sort of. Imagine being his driving instructor, going, mm. "Okay, now, well, now we're going to learn fairly important maneuver, the three point turn." No. What? I'm not doing it. Oh, fucking hell. You've got to, otherwise you're not going to pass. I got this button. All right, well, not all cars have that button. Imagine mm. if you get stuck in an alley, right, and you're not in this, right? You're not in the Batmobile. You're in a fucking Corsa. <laughs> what are you going to do then, dipshit? And then Batman just hands him an envelope full of money and he says, I'm happy to tell you you've passed. Yeah, right, but I'm not happy about it. No, but thank you for the money. Ah, thank you. So he kills all the... He murders a lot of the gang. They all run off uh, and then... Krishna Gordon, the most useless man in the world, comes out and says, Thanks for saving the day, Batman. Well, you say he's the most useless man in the world, but when that first police, the very first police car turns up, he's already in the passenger seat. He's just cruising with his guys at night. He should be at home. Mm, He should. He's very dedicated. He's, you know, boots on the ground, that guy. And and, uh, and, uh, one of the gang throws a sleigh. No, what a sleigh? A sled. Sledge. Sledge at the windscreen of the police car and the police are like well that's we give up <laughs> yeah they've got a sled <sighs> what have we got guns yes but that's not gonna get a sled throw them out the window for god's sake haven't you seen citizen ken he sees killabite <laughs> so yeah he says thanks for saving the day <clears throat> so then batman that saves the day and then shrek is still running away from everything because the mayor goes where is that son of a bitch and shrek <laughs> falls down a hole and this is the very first moment I went, all right, I'm going to let this bit of logic pass. Mm. But And then these moments of like, this doesn't make any sense, built up to the point I was like, oh, I'm, I'm furious now. So he's hiding, he's sort of getting away from everything. Mm. Uh, somehow, 
The Penguin knows exactly where he is. Yeah. Somehow, Christopher Walken's decided to stand on a loose grate uh-huh. that Penguin apparently has a switch for. Uh-huh. And he falls down into the sewers. But yeah. everything has to come together. Otherwise, this moment, otherwise the whole film doesn't happen. Hmm. If Christopher Walken just runs to a taxi and says, take me home, this film doesn't happen. That's Luckily, true. he stands on the exact grit that he is required to stand on in order to meet the penguin. Hmm. Now, I like to think this is how Trump met Giuliani. So I'm getting very <laughs> Giuliani-Trump vibes from this scene because you've got the bl- a bloke there with the stupid big hair. Yeah. And you've got the other little fat bloke who's like, dripping black goo yeah you don't think they're both trump though well they are i suppose yeah yeah but he he basically i actually do have a note eric mm. the because christopher walken's son is thick as fuck chip yeah chip but i've just put eric jump on steroids mm, yeah that's all he's yeah chip's also in um hudson hawk isn't he that was his first film what, Hudson Hawk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He, Joel Silver had met him in the gym or something. Oh, my God. Uh, or probably outside the gym, it's Joel Silver. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, and with all due respect to him, he's not He's not in there. He's just waiting around outside looking for bulky men to put in films. Um, and, uh, and that, yeah, that, and he just was, he had just come to LA and then three weeks later he's in Rome making a Bruce Willis film. Bloody hell. He, I feel like he was in a lot of stuff back then. He was in a lot of stuff. He was in Street Fighter the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, that's, that's as much as I remember. It felt like he was in more, maybe not, but those are three pretty big I'm films. pretty sure he was in a lot, but I can't remember right now. Uh, meanwhile, Selena Carl gets attacked by the bloke from Renegade. Um, you're right there, Renegade. Uh, who was a stuntman who was in everything back then. Oh, I didn't recognise him, okay. He's in Licence to Kill as well. Um, oh. But... Yeah, she's Batman turns up, gets out of his car, and then fires a harpoon thing into the wall behind him, and then knocks him out. And she tries to say nice things to Batman, but he just walks off. What a prick! And this would be sorry. My second point is he Mm. shoots uh, an arrow thing into the wall, Mm. and then the the stunt guy goes, "Ah, you missed!" And then Batman pulls the thing, and a big chunk of concrete comes out and hits the guy across the back of the head. Yeah, that wouldn't fucking happen. No. What? He would just pull, if anything, he's going to pull it and nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if anything's going to happen, it's just, he's just going to pull out the little thing and he's yep. going to lightly graze the lad's shoulder. That's right. Or the thread will break off of the harpoon and he'll just lightly sort of tease him in the face with a thread. Yeah. Either way, he's not helping anyone. No. I think, anyway, I think he should have plunged an axe into the man's head. <laughs> That seems to be the most practical response to this particular joke. Or use one of his little guns. Mm. Or he could have shot the guy in the face with it. Yeah. Or like buzzed him with a special machine he's made that makes people's testicles explode inwards. Yeah, he's like, yeah, exactly. He's like, if you're Batman, you can go to your weapons guy and say, I am looking for something that's going to do something to blocks bollocks. Yeah, fine, that's fine. Um, he's not going to turn up and say, I'd like a little bit of thread that's strong enough to pull concrete under people's faces. Oh, all right. I mean, I made you a gun last week. You could use that. No. Hey, who's making all of Batman's gadgets? Is he making them himself? Uh, I I don't know if this is ever canon or the thing, but there's there I, there was when I was I, around this time, somebody brought out a book of short stories set in the Batman universe, like an mm. anthology, and one of them was about the guy who makes all the weapons for Batman. Was it Lucius Fox? No, it was just it was some bloke. I don't think he's even yeah. named in the story. It's just yeah. a bloke who's just running a weapon shop 
in Gotham, like mm. a bespoke weapon shop. And then the, the, the twist at the end is, um, after he's bought all his stuff, the Joker comes in and he also gets his stuff there. Ah. Um, but you know, I don't think he's making his own stuff, Batman. No. He's, buy, he's buying it in. Oh, because he needs to take some of it back. Some of the gadgets he's got. In some of place. it is like, oh, I had this made bespoke and some of this is off wish. Yeah, because some of them are terrible in this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so meanwhile, Trump and Giuliani are down in the sewer. And um, he's got evidence of all the crimes he's ever done. You flush it, I flaunt it, he says. Uh, yeah. He's got I mean, Shrek's I, latest poo on the mantelpiece. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not sure how you're going to be able to hold that against me. You've got a protein deficiency. It's not a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Gillian McKeith, come out here. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the thing is, so some of the things he's got are, um, so he's got some paperwork that was shredded, sh- and he's that was shredded. Mm. But if you shred paperwork, you also then burn it. You don't flush it down the toilet. No. And then he's got his ex partner's hand, Fred Atkins' hand. Fred Atkins. Oh, I believe Fred is away on vacation, and he's like, really. This is Fred's hand. You go, damn. Again, don't know why I flushed that. <laughs> I could have buried it, which is a fairly well-known way of getting rid of a body, but I went flush, and now here we are. So he's going to blackmail him unless he helps him be accepted by society. (coughs) Which he says, of course I can do that for you, but in a fruity way, because he's Christopher Wilkin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, Selena goes home. She's got an answer machine message from a bloke cancelling their date. One from her mum, telling her she's worried about her. Uh, she's got a cat. She's got a very dinky little kooky house. Oh, yeah. And then a last answer machine message from herself saying, this is to remind you to go back to work because you've forgotten to do this, that, or the other. Yeah. So she's not a good secretary. Because yeah, what awful. you would do mm. is you would, at the start of the day, you write a to-do list mm. or you write it on your hand. Mm. Going all the way across town and then back again. I mean, admittedly, the town is only... You know, you can walk five the whole feet. thing. Yeah, yeah, five feet. You're walking yeah. in two minutes. Actually, it's yeah. not a problem mm. uh, at all. But she's, she's, it's not very good. And this, um, the production design is quirky to the point of insanity. Oh, it's annoying as hell, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's like the sofa used to really annoy me because it's covered in little, little pom poms. Yeah, I don't imagine that would be comfortable. I imagine you'd stand up and your ass would look like a Dalmatian. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all pink. Yeah. Like that tasteless sort of 50s pink, yeah. candy floss pink. Mm. Um, and then in the bedroom, she's got the um, that big neon light. Hello there. Yeah. Which is a, it's a big light. I didn't you know wouldn't she be able to sleep. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, like sleeping in a uh, knocking shop. Yeah. I didn't know she was a fan of Star Wars, though. Hello there. <laughs> Which is the only film that line appears in. That's right. Actually, it's in a couple of styles, films, but yeah. <laughs> so she goes back to work, and then she breaks into all the secret files, and Walken comes in and catches her. I liked it when she says, and I even went into the secret files, and he goes, how industrious. Yeah, how industrious. Um, fucking dumb. <laughs> and she said that to, she knew the password. She guessed it would be the name of his chihuahua, Geraldo. <laughs> 
Which does make me laugh. Yeah, yeah. Max Shrek had a chihuahua called Geraldo. I think Christopher Walken brought that in. Mm. I'm just going to put this anywhere. Oh, all right. It doesn't really fit with the rest of the set. Shut up. <laughs> you read my fucking contract. I bring my stuffed chihuahua with me everywhere. Otherwise, you don't get Chris. <laughs> But long story short, he ends up pushing her out of the window. But in such a way, I've always quite enjoyed where he's, he says he's going to kill her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, ah, I was just kidding. And she goes, oh, yeah, for a minute there. And then he turns around and shoves her through the glass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> again, he's great in it, but mm. he's not strong enough. Because it's not like he just pushes her through a glass. There's, a, there's an old wooden frame. Mm. And he pushes her through that. Mm. He's not fucking Chip, who's a big boy. Yeah, Chip should have done that. Yeah. Um, also, I don't understand Catwoman's origin story at all. I never have. All right. She Go falls on. a great height. Yeah. Onto the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, bearing in mind the awnings have probably broken her fall slightly, but even so, probably yeah, they look of- like they break her neck because actually that's yeah. got a cool shot that follows yes, her down to the ground. It is, and her head goes boom, boom, boom at the same time as the awnings, which. It's easy with CGI, but that mm. at the time, I, I can't help but go, God, imagine having to time that just right as the yes. model maker. Anyway, yes. but that's just... They like that effect because they use it again later with the Ice Princess, don't they? Well, I mean, if, as soon as they figured out how to do it once, it's like, that cost a lot. and mm. That took a lot of time. We're doing that again. Mm. But yeah, so she lands on the floor, and I think we can both agree she'd probably be dead. Um... I mean, she'd be having life-altering yeah. injuries, yeah. She'll be Which I guess she does, but yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, she's not wheelchair woman. Yeah. Um, but loads of cats come along and start nibbling at her feet and her hands. Yeah. And this somehow brings her back to life. Um, I mean, people do like cats. True. In the Halle Berry one, a cat burps in her face and that brings her to life. Is that true? Yes. Oh, Oh. It kind of releases this gas which she breathes in and it turns her into Catwoman. I really, I've never seen that film. This one I feel we should do one time. Yeah, I think we should. It's a really bad CGI cat as well in that film. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look real at all. That is what I like about this scene with Michelle Pfeiffer is they, it's all real cats and they mm. really, I mean, one of them really gets his mouth, his nose into her mouth at one point. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to, I, if I remember rightly, I think she's just like got <laughs> secret bits of food all over her. She's got, all... they, they just put tuna all over her. Yeah, that's right. That's, I mean, that's, and I was like, uh... when I was watching, I was like, how do you practically, are they trained cats or are they just, I was like trying to figure out how they would have done it in like, in like stupid, like overly thinking it out ways and they're like, IMDB trivia. They just covered her in tuna. Yeah. That would work as well, yes. That would work. Uh, and it's not the, you know, she does another thing with an animal later. Hmm. Um, but yeah, all these cats nibble her to life, and then after that, she's like, "I'm Catwoman, and I'm really strong, and I can do backflips." How does that work? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you one thing: you're not doing straight off the falling off a building yes. is backflips. No, it's like Chris Reeve getting up and going, "I'm Horseman." I mean, I just, I would, if she'd spent the rest of the film, you know, walking, but at least going, "Oh, I've got a better jip in my, oh, my, my back is killing me." Mm. I feel like, because this whole film is set over one week. Yes. So she'd be at least going, I, oh, I've really got to take another ibuprofen. Yeah. It's something, just something for the audience to say. Yeah. I've got severe internal injuries. <laughs> or just, she didn't even pull anything. No. I, I tell you what, if I fell out of my back door onto the floor, I'd really hurt myself. So never mind I, out of three look, flights. I'm, I'm going to say this. I am not in as good shape as Michelle Pfeiffer is in this film. Oh, don't put yourself down. No, no, no. i got a couple of weeks training before I get there. Right. But I, 
The other week, I pulled my back changing gears in the car. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, me changing the gears in the car is my equivalent of Michelle Pfeiffer falling off a building. I think you're right, yeah. So she should at least be going, oh, God, I'm really feeling that in the lower back. Or my, <laughs> like, are you really feeling the bum? You know what? It, it, yeah. It, it's in the, the bum. six. Cock six. Mm. And she's going, nah, I'll probably do some backflips now, work it off. Yeah. All right. I'll probably have a pair of stilettos that magically disappear when I do backflips. Yeah, or, or anything that isn't standing there. God. Um, so, yeah, so she goes home and does what anyone does after they've had an internal injury, which is to stuff all of your cuddly toys down the garbage disposal and turn it on. What is interesting is that she doesn't go completely mental straight away. There is a moment earlier that we didn't really talk about this, mm. where you see that there's an edge to it because when Batman knocks up that bloke who's um, got hold of her, oh, yeah. uh, she grabs his taser mm. and just for fun, tases him a couple of times. You can That's see that true. she's actually enjoying it. So mm. I think she's already basically a nutter. Yeah, true. I mean, there's an edge to her at least. Well, Nutter's you know there's fun. an edge because she knocks out the O and the T from Hello There, and now it says Hell Here. Oh, God. Oh, she turns into a goth. Yeah. She puts on Sisters of Mercy and makes something out of a coat. Yeah, that always annoyed me as well, that mm. there was absolutely not enough material on that coat to make the Catwoman outfit. She, sm- she spray paints a dollhouse black. I like yeah, to think that's goth. what a goth would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now she's she, so she puts the toys in the garbage disposal, smashes everything up. Hell here! So then Oswald, then so the penguin, he they set up a thing where he the mayor's baby gets taken by one of the Red Triangle gang, and then the penguin brings the baby to the surface. Right. This is my worst part of the movie. Okay. It doesn't make any sense, f- even in the physical world of this film. So. The uh, the like the uh, circus clown freak guy grabs mm. the baby, jumps down the um, sewer hole, mm. manhole, mm-hmm. hands the baby to the penguin. The penguin is already in a large rubber duck, mm-hmm. which is on a cherry picker, mm-hmm. and that starts going up. Right? Yeah. Now you have to see it really, but the head of the duck is way above the penguin's head level. Mm. So when, but he appears out of the hole like he's just on a flat surface, but he's on a duck. So where's the duck's head? There should have been a duck's head coming through the pavement, like, and then he comes up. That would make more sense and be more interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, I, would ha- I would live for sense right now. It doesn't, it's just like, oh, where's the duck's head gone? Oh, we're not going to question it. In fact, the whole duck is there because he comes up like, you know, in pantomimes when the genie appears. Yeah. It looks like that. And the genie is on a flat surface. That's the exact right same shape as the hole. There's a massive duck that they're not explaining where the fuck has gone. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to be... And it's just the first bit of this film where you go, that's quite shoddy and everyone's just got... Like, Tim Burton's gone, oh, the people, fuck the audience, they won't notice little things like there's that. A few and there's a few And yeah. there's a million little mm. things like that, and it's so disrespectful. Imagine if the Penguin, after all this political machinations of, you know, save the mayor's baby, imagine he came up and forgotten that he had his knob out. <laughs> I've well, saved the baby. Oh God! Put your knob away. Oh shit! Oh, oh that would have gone really. Did he? Uh, did everyone get a picture of that? You did. Did you? Oh dear God! <coughs> I have a feeling. None of, at best, I can hope for now is that you remember both that I saved the baby and I had my knob out. But I don't think there's any chance that you're going to more remember the baby thing. Is there? No. I'm going to go back in the hole. Bye. <laughs> 
And he just doesn't even unzip, doesn't even zip back up. He's just like, might as well leave it out now. <laughs> right okay okay so so then he says he's gonna find out who his parents are and uh, <clears throat> um so he goes to the hall of records and bruce is watching it at home and he's like uh, i don't like this bloke no he does like him at this point does he doesn't yeah he, yeah doesn't he look up the red triangle gang yeah, but he doesn't know he's involved. Oh, yeah. So he says, <laughs> so I think Alfred says, what are you watching? And he goes, oh, this <laughs> this bloke with his cock out is uh, asking where his dad is. <laughs> I hope he finds him. <laughs> hope he doesn't catch his death of cold as well. Yeah. Looks cold. <laughs> it looks, it's like a tiny meat sparren. And also, this is the first time I heard of Fishy Soir. Oh, uh, I had already heard of it because of uh, Red Dwarf. Oh... Uh... He goes, oh, it's cold. And Alfred goes, it's fishy soir. It's supposed to be cold. And that is the beginning and end of that plot line. Yeah. I have no idea why that's in there. No. I guess just for a joke to show that Bruce is a bit absent-minded. But he's not absent. He never knew about fishy soir. No. I don't know. It's just, I hate this film. Yeah, it's not good, is it? Uh, it, it, I, be, I came to head, and it was such a weird realisation as I was watching it. Because I literally, the first 20 minutes, because I knew you hated it, I was like, mm. oh, I think John's wrong on this. And then mm. there was this dawning realisation. It was like the light coming up at the end, at the start of 2001 with those monkeys. Yeah. It's like, oh, the monkeys were just a big sign that says, Batman's bad. Mm. Um, I, I, it really is yeah. an odd thing. And that, that scene, I can't believe no one at Warner said... It's already two hours and six minutes. Can we lose the cold, the cold soup scene? Yeah, I don't know what... Pa- I thought maybe like you, maybe it was going to be a foreshadowing <coughs> or something. Maybe later yeah. on he had to drink someone's cold effluence. I thought when I was little, because I, I, I didn't know till later on that it's... Because I thought he says fishy soir. I still do. Is it not? It's vichy. It's with a V. Oh. And, um, and I, thought, I don't know why I thought oh, it must be a fish soup. That's why I always thought. And the penguin eats fish, and I, so I thought there was some, f- uh, f- some sort of. He could have theme turned up thing. with a hose and sprayed him with fishy, fishy soir, and the penguin would be like, "Oh, lovely!" Yeah. Oh yeah. wait, is it V or F? Oh, it's V. Oh, I don't yeah. want it then. What is in fishy soir then? Oh, I can't remember. I looked it up the other day, and I, I instantly forgot because it wasn't relevant. But it's uh, let's. I, I don't think it's a fish thing. It's it's just a cold vegetable soup. I think she said it's potatoes, chicken broth, uh, and butter. That sounds miserable. And heavy cream. Oh God! I think I have had it once. I was like, no. It's pureed leeks and onions, and potatoes and cream and chicken stock. Which doesn't sound safe to me because no. onion you have to cook, otherwise you get ill from it. Yeah. It's supposed to be cold, sir. So... Anyway, that's, anyway. That, that's, that's plot line over. But but you talk about how he likes him at first, but then he starts distrusting him because he sees more of what he's got going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he um, he looks in the Hall of Records about his parents. He then goes... He drives past the Hall of Records. Yeah, while he's in he's there. Just, he's just cruising. We don't yeah. see any other cars. Right. 
Oh, that's the other thing that annoys me. Again, we're in a major urban area. Mm. Um, and you see Batman driving past the Hall of Records and the snow has literally, the fake snow has literally just been sprayed because his tracks are the only ones there. Yeah. And it's just a, it's these little things that make it feel like a set. Yeah. And it's just completely fake and little. Yeah. Um, anyway, and but I, I just Batman just driving around, stalking just, someone. Yeah, yeah. And as Alfred says to him, "You're a bit of a jealous, messy bitch." Yeah, <laughs> you're a messy bitch, sir. It's supposed to be a messy bitch, sir, because he, he, you know, he says perhaps you're just jealous because you, you, you should be the only person with no parents and is a bit weird in Gotham. And he's like, "Yeah, I think I should actually." Yeah. yeah. And then, that's my thing. That's my vibe. That's my vibe. Stay in the lane, bitch. He says to Penguin. <laughs> yeah. This would be much better. I hope that's Robert Pattinson's yeah. vibe when he comes. Hey, stay in the lane, fucking bitch. Mm. All right. But then the penguin goes to the graveyard, and this is to your example earlier of things that aren't right. And Tim Burton's just like, eh. there's a bit where Penguin walks past a gravestone and it just starts wobbling. Yeah, <laughs> really annoys me. Well, maybe that's his little tribute to Ed Wood. Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm being unfair. No. But yeah, he comes out and says, I am. And, and he says, Penguin, who are your parents? And he goes, A penguin is a bird that cannot fly. I am a man and I have a name Oswald Cobblepot. And my dad, Chester, died looking for one eyed Willie's gold. <laughs> um, so then the woman gets. Attacked by a man, not not in front of the penguin. This is somewhere else in the, in the in, you know, like three feet away, in the city. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's behind one of the gravestones. Behind one of the gravestones, and then Catwoman turns up and scratches the man's face, tic tac toe, and punches him. And then the man runs off, and then the woman goes thanks, and then Catwoman goes all Judge Pickles and goes, "You were asking for that." <laughs> Yeah, well, you make it so easy for them, she said. You just said you're waiting for a Batman to save you. Mm. And then she says, I am Catwoman, hear me roar. And then does her backflips with no stilettos on. Yeah, I, again, mm. I, I couldn't do that. Mm. Oh, no. Mm. no. So, especially after falling out of a building. Especially after, especially with heels on, I can barely do anything. Yeah, um, yeah I just... What is? I don't know what the point of it is. What? What? No. What? What's her? So we've just introduced Catwoman. Mm. We don't know if she's a goodie or a baddie yet. No, I mean that's that is the nice thing about the part is that it's she's not really a villain in this. She probably is kind of a. It could, it could have been so much better, mm. um, but yeah, we don't learn anything about her. No, really, that's helpful in this scene. No, not at all. And, and I don't actually. I tell you the other thing. She's got these little claws that she's put on her fingers. Hmm. What are those? I don't know. I think they're supposed to be like thimbles, but with spikes on them. I don't know. Because what they look like is banjo picking rings. They do. So, but she's got them in a seamstress little box. Mm. But actually, we should. It would make more sense if it was like if we see her like taking apart. Like she's got this is all my banjo stuff. And she makes, like, whiskers out of the banjo strings and these little picker. Yeah, she was yeah. making a coat for Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then uh, Bruce Wayne has a meeting with Shrek to voice his opposition to the power plant. And then Shrek's like... This, oh. And this is basically Michael Keaton's first scene. I know he's been Batman, Yeah, he's yeah. just been Batman. He hasn't had any lines, really, until this point. Apart are from we saying a super's cold, no. 
Yeah, but that's like, yeah, it's a mm. so-called scene. That's the introduction of the fucking Batman. Mm. Uh, but we're 45 minutes in now, and this is his first proper scene. Yeah. He's barely he's in ba- this film. He's barely in it. Mm. I mean, it really isn't, it really is, Catwoman really is kind of the lead of this. Yeah. I mean, it's a mess, so it's not really traditional storytelling in any way, but we, we don't, Batman's not the hero. No. No, and, and, and well, we'll get to it, but. Like, if you haven't seen the first one, you wouldn't know who the fuck this lad is. No. No, absolutely. So there, uh, Shrek says, oh, I'll offer you a coffee, but my girl's away. And then Selena turns up and goes, I'm, I'm actually here. That annoys me as well. Mm. It's not like she's the only one working there. Mm. It's a massive corporation. Mm. And it's just it's just me and the woman. Yeah. We honestly, I don't know why we haven't gone broke. Yeah, it's just me and her. And we we get up to all sorts of hijinks, I tell you. <laughs> like a proper sitcom in here. You should, someone should film it. <laughs> not last night not last night but no. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so imagine <laughs> oh god oh my Shrek as Brent <laughs> just <laughs> you're not gonna get fired you're not gonna get fired you know you you're not gonna get fired <laughs> oh, you, oh you're hard <laughs> oh look at you how's the wife she left you yet Oh God, she has. I forgot. But um, Bruce instantly falls in love with Selena, which I get. She's, mm. I, I mean, I've, uh, yeah, uh, nice uh, looking she's, lady. She's, she's. I mean, she's a bit. Uh, she, she looks. Her ears. Uh, um, she look. She looks like something's happened to her the night before. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like she's fallen out of a window. She looks like she's fallen out of a window and done yeah. the best she can with and, Rimmel. And been cared for medically by some stray cats. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but then, um, as, as Bruce leaves, Shrek goes to see uh, Oswald Cobblepot, as it's now called, and tells him he's going to run for mayor. None of this. No. It's, it's, this is the main thing, actually. It's, it's this plot point, which feels... You would have bought it in the old show. Hmm. But in this, it's... What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, there's a part where Chris Walton says, you got more charisma than the both of us. Like, he hasn't. No. He's a dirty little fish sewer man. Yes. And I don't know... It doesn't... Even in the world of the film, why does he think he should be mayor? It doesn't make any sense. And, and, and by this point, the the problems of the film really start stacking up. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, yeah, I mean, I have to say that I'm surprised. I really was quite annoyed by this film. It's not like I didn't like it. Like, there's no point in the two hours of my board exactly. But I'm just sort of like, this feels um, sh- shoddy and, and really disrespectful, like the audience's intelligence. Yeah. It's just annoying. Oh, and... Um so they bring him down the stairs and you got this horrible bit where he's eating that fish and it makes me feel fucking sick. And he's Even this pants. bit. He's, he's upstairs in a derelict building mm-hmm. and then we see that literally downstairs they've converted it into a campaign headquarters. How is that? He hasn't heard... It's not even like there's a door. There's a spiral staircase. He would have yeah. heard all of that racket. Yeah. And he's going, what's this? They would have... They'd have been, everyone downstairs is going to be able to smell him upstairs. I'll tell you that as well. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Can you imagine his smell? He must stink. It's not just him. It's Vincent Chiavelli and all yeah. those guys as well. That fat clown. Uh, it's, uh, why is he up there? I feel like Christopher 
walking is going, I'm going to give you somewhere to stay. And he said, you can have the derelict top floor of this fire trap shittle. God, imagine walking up this scene where Shrek goes up the stairs and it just smells like stale fucking shit and fish. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just pulling off his wig and being sick into it. <laughs> oh. Or just dry heaving for like a minute. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, so they bring him down and um, we, we see Jan Hooks from Saturday Night Live's there yeah a lovely Jan Hooks lovely the late Jan Hooks the lovely. late lovely very yeah. sad story I, I, made, I knew she'd passed but I didn't know what of and then I was like oh what, what happened there and I looked it up I was like oh that's very sad yeah yeah not nice uh, it was cancer wasn't it no huh. no she drank herself to death oh oh that's sad yeah happy Christmas happy Christmas everyone um yeah, so her and this other bloke with glasses who's like a proper yuppie type come over to the penguin and are like, yeah, you're going to be great. And then the, the yuppie type says to him, not many reflective surfaces in the sewer, huh? <laughs> and then in a children's film, the penguin says, could be worse, my nose could be spewing blood. And everyone, lo- I, I do like how this scene mm. plays out, and everyone's laughing. Gushing and blood, goes, sorry. Gushing blood, yeah. and he goes, what do you mean by gushing blood? <laughs> and, then, and I actually love how this plays out. Yeah. This is, this feels like it's somewhere, like it, it does feel like an edgier version of the 60s one here. Like yeah. this is sort of a funny scene, because mm. they've gone to the trouble of hiring comics to do it, which helps. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then he says, burn, baby, burn. I'm going to run for mayor. Brilliant. And I then, have a feeling word would get out. I mean, mm. everyone else in the campaign headquarters is like, he's just bitten one of our colleagues' nose off. Yeah. Are we sure we want to put all our efforts behind this guy? Who smells stale farts. Yeah, because remember we were all saying last night, he's, uh, he's dressed like shit, smells like shit, looks like shit. Mm-hmm. And somebody said... Is that the campaign slogan? I was like, no. That could work. But, I mean, yeah, it's the best we got so far. Mm. But now he's bitten one of our colleagues' noses off. I'm thinking I might go back to just being a pollster. Yeah, and his knob's out still. And his knob's out! Why is that? And also, why did you put that on the poster? We could have photoshopped that out. <laughs> most most pictures of campaigns are just from the waist up anyway. Why have we done it from the cock up? Otherwise, no one will recognise him. That's a good point. I mean, yeah, that's a good, of all the people I've ever done a campaign for, he's the only one I'm going, I'd rather see his cock than his face. Yeah, absolutely. Again, like possible. Sl- yeah. <laughs> if he keeps his mouth shut like Harpo, we might have a campaign, yeah? Um, so then the Red Triangle gang start smashing up the town and then Batman comes and it's just really boring. There's a bit where he's literally standing in the middle of them and he picks up a batarang that you can program... Oh, they, oh, yeah. That oh. looks fiddly. It looks mm. fiddly. He's holding for a second. They're only about three feet away. While he's programming a batarang, they could rush him and fuck him right up. Yeah. He's just, he's like opening DOS and just, just. <laughs> DOS. <laughs> he's just, oh, God, I gotta. Hang on, give me a sec, guys. I'm gonna do a software update for yeah? you. And then he pushes a button and he throws it and it hits all of them. And, th- right, so it hits them all in the face. Mm. We see it at face level, mm. and then it catches the dog jumping for it. But the, but then at that point, when the dog jumps for it, it's clearly at knee level because that's as far as the little rat fucking dog can jump. Yeah, and, then and we're not supposed off. to question. Yeah, yeah. we're not supposed to question the complete instant continuity thing. No, I, have to, I was watching this last week while I was still editing something, mm. and that's and I'm re, so I was hyper conscious to like um, continuity issues, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if it would be that, I'd be like. 
if it had been me putting that together as an editor, I would be going, we're going to have to go back and shoot that. That looks mental. Mm-hmm. And the Batarang thing looks fake as shit as well when it's going around with the bird's eye view of it. Yeah, it's the um, it's the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves shot, isn't it? Yeah. Behind the, yeah. I didn't mean bird's eye. Um, I meant Captain Bird's Eye. <laughs> yeah. um, he was a cameraman for a while. <laughs> Hence bird's eye view. Um, so then Batman kills one of them he, put, he straps the TNT to him and throws him down a hole I don't know where that's so funny me there. where does the phrase bird's eye view come from oh it's because Captain Bird's I used to be a cameraman is that true yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so then he meets Penguin and he says um, surveying the um, riot scene no, admiring your handiwork. Admiring your handiwork. He's surveying, surveying the riot scene as a, like a statesman or whatever. Upstanding then, mayor stuff. Oh, and he says, uh, you're not mayor. He goes, yeah, I know I'm not. I know, I know I'm not. Well fucking done, Batman. Fucking Captain Obvious, but yeah. But meanwhile, Catwoman's broken into Shrek's building. And there's whipping mannequins. That... Uh, sorry, that's another question I have. So Shrek, as we understand it, is a billionaire industrialist. Mm. But it does appear from what we see that his main business mm-hmm. is just a department store. It's a shop, yeah. It's, it looks like it might be quite a big shop. I think they should redo this, but instead of Shrek, it's Arkwright from Open All Hours. <laughs> well, is that somewhere, it's probably somewhere in the middle. It's probably mm. the blog who runs House of Fraser. Because the end of this film, the epilogue could be, it's been a funny old, a funny old week. Fucking Granville Shrek putting all the tomatoes away. Because <laughs> he does that painting on the window in the beginning for the prices. He could have painted that cat face. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so she whips all the mannequins, she tells the guards to go away, and she puts her bomb, uh, sort of a deodorant can, and a microwave with the gas on. Oh, but the two least professional security guards... Ever. And this feels very Batman 60s, isn't it? Because one of them says, I don't know whether to fire my gun or fall in love. Well, I mean, there's a middle ground there, isn't it? Mm. You could just subdue her mm. and arrest her. Mm. Rather than, oh, I don't know. Hey, I don't know what. I don't know whether. Should I have a wank? Should I have a wank? Like, no, just but, do no. your job. One of them standing there with a gun pointing, he looks across, and the one, the one next to him is actually wanking. Like, no, yeah. No, like, no, what is it no. with everyone with their cocks out in this town? <laughs> just put it away, for God's sake. I'm almost there. Um, yeah, and she does the lots of backflips again with one scene where she's wearing stilettos and the next scene she's got like flat shoes on jumping about. I, I, mean, I know this is the sort of thing that people have complained about this film for 30 years, but just from a health and safety point of view, I think they did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, that is actually Michelle Pfeiffer whipping those mannequin heads off. Now, mm. we've, I assume you will have seen the video that was on Twitter that does the rounds every few months yeah, 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 yeah. of her whipping the things off. Mm. So is she actually, on set realist, is Michelle Pfeiffer actually hitting those heads and they come yes. off? Yes, yes. Right. Mm. Cool. Mm. The problem is, on camera in the film, mm. it goes too fast mm-hmm. and you can't see she's doing it and it actually just looks like someone's pulling, like a stage end is pulling the heads off. Yeah, it does. She didn't have to train for that at all no what a waste of her time yeah there's a lot of things in this that are a waste of her time getting into that costume yeah she wasn't a fan of that no i bet it took fucking hours didn't it it took fucking hours mm. and then and a few years ago i can't remember somebody was interviewing her, he goes oh do you ever put the uh the catwoman costume on for your husband and she's like what the fuck do you think it took a team of four 
two hours to get it every morning. Mm. No, I never want to see it again for the rest of my life. Mm. It looks she really uncomfortable. It looks really like she must mm. have got a yeast infection. I don't want to be like, mm. no. that's sweaty. Yeah. Ooh. Let's not think about Michelle Pfeiffer's yeast infection. Not at Christmas. Not at Christmas, no. Hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. Although, um, that is the name of my band. Oh, yeah, good, yeah. Yeah. Imagine John Peel putting the plugging them. <laughs> yeah. And next up, it's Michelle Pfeiffer's yeast infection. With you bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, so he's talking to Penguin, and then Catwoman does loads of front flips up to them, and then says meow, and the building explodes. Yeah. Did she set a bum? She put a deodorant oh, can and a microwave with the gas on. That's oh, yeah, and we know that it was gas because it's a massive gas tank that yeah. says gas on it. Gas. Uh, so then her and Batman have a fight, and then he hits her, and she says, "How could you? I'm a woman." Oh, oh, well. The first thing that happens is she runs off, and he chase. Oh, Bat- uh, Penguin says to Batman, "I saw her first. Mm. and then he pushes a button on his umbrella. And yeah. the, the cloth bit flies up, and then it becomes a little helicopter, and he steps mm. on it, he flies up. I don't want to complain more, but what is the power source of that helicopter? Yeah. Also, how do you steer it? How do you steer it? I guess yeah. you tilt it. I guess you tilt it. That doesn't look very safe to me. But no, it doesn't look very safe, because he's not like there's a foot bit. He's just standing on the upturned handle bit. I think if you'd have just stepped back and let Penguin do what he liked for a week or two, he'd fucking die in an umbrella helicopter accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think you need to do anything. Just, yeah. yeah. The Batman just goes, I'm going to leave him alone because this boy's a chancer. Yeah, he's going to fall off a roof at some point and be dead. Yeah. Easily. Or he's going to get the wrong bit of raw fish and dead. Someone, just give him some blowfish. Actually, if there's just any... Give him, if there's any Batman villain who was going to die of an autoerotic asphyxiation accident, it's this penguin. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. later on he talks about scented or unscented ointment lotions. Oh, he's a, right. It D- is dirty weirdly. Dirty little bastard. He's, like, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't call it. This is from a time when children's films and adult films weren't quite so clearly delineated. Mm-hmm. So this was a, still a 12, mm. but, uh, but it's still... You know, people running around in capes and silly masks. Yeah. So it's still got a children's film element. I was a kid when I watched it. 12 is a kid. Yeah. But it's the horniest fucking film I've ever seen. For mm-hmm. A kid's movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's got, there's all sorts of connotations going on there, isn't there? Yeah. Um, as Partridge would say, disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. Um, so her and Batman are having a little punch up. And then she says, how could you? I'm a woman. And then eventually they end up on the same ledge together. Yeah, but he, she says that and he goes, and then he instantly, Batman stops and goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. <laughs> he should have been like, fuck off, you started it. Yeah. But then they're, on, they're having this little tryst on a window ledge. I'm oh, sorry, well, on a building ledge. And, well, it's not a tryst. He's not doing it. Well, it kind of implies that she grabs his knob. She goes, is this the real Batman? And then she goes, oh, this is Oh, it's, it's around the side. No, it, it's mm. around the side because she's feeling his, what she thinks are abs. Oh, I thought it meant his knob. <laughs> no. But then she stabs him with one of those uh, banjo picks. Yeah. And he pushes her off and she falls into a truck full of which, kitty litter. Which has to be said, if if <laughs> she gets it right in there really easily, and he's quite injured. When we see him later, mm. it's probably gone in deep. It's like, yeah. how can he be Batman? Man, he goes, I reckon nobody's going to hit me this far left of my belly button, yeah. so I won't bother putting any armour there. I would put it all the way around, Batman. Yeah. 
Just saying. Yeah. Or, you know, just don't let people stab you. Yeah, I mean, that's the ideal. But if, but you're in a, you've deliberately put yourself in a situation where you might get stabbed. Mm. Set yourself up for to be stabbed everywhere. He's got a big thick, he's got a cricket box on. He's worried about getting stabbed there, isn't he? Mm. Mm. Yeah. You don't want to get in his belfry. <laughs> um, so then Catwoman goes to see Penguin and he says, just the pussy I've been looking for. Oh. Tone it down, mate. I don't think that would pass now. No as, way. As a line. I don't think that would get through no as a twelve. And again, this this is a happy meal film. With that said, somebody did point out yesterday that the I'd never noticed that it's a real pussy wagon is a line from Greece, and that was on half two on BBC One yesterday. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe they think it's a little car for cats. Yeah, I mean, because I don't know. But obviously, pussy also means cat. Maybe they get away with. It. I don't know. I just feel the way he says it is like, oh god. If you can't have the word pussy on telly in the daytime, then are you being served never going to get repeated again? <laughs> All right, yeah. But it's not quite... You know, when Mrs. Slocum says it, it's not as ugh as when the penguin says, just a pussy I'm looking for. If Mrs. Slocum was just like, I fucking love this bit of pussy, then you'd be like, maybe this has to go on after nine now. <laughs> oh, what have I said? You just said... You First of all, you grimaced... <laughs> And and said pussy, and it like your voice changed. You said, <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Slocum, you turned into fucking Reagan from The Exorcist then, and you were t- you spat in your hand and put it down your knickers. Right, it was a weird moment. Right? Even John Inman, look, John Inman's gone pale as a sheet. <laughs> and you started doing that with your tongue, kind of. Yeah. Well, this this bit here when he's lying on the bed talking to it is he he may as well be masturbating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's just lying there, going. Ah, 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 ah. It's really horrible. Or because he when he bleeds, it's black. When he spits, yeah. it's black. Mm. It's just fucking jet black jizz all over the place. Oh, like Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> I think I struck oil. No, no, Texas no. tea. Ah. Oh, but she puts a bird in her mouth. Not like that. And um, I remember at the interviews at the time, she was interviewed by... Wogan. Wogan, I think. And then she Tell said, me, what was it like having a bird in your mouth? She actually did it. Well, she says that, but mm. I'm not sure you can... I think that's a myth. Well, how, how else is she opening her mouth and a bird flies out? Because, first, she opens her mouth and it, you don't see it coming out of her mouth. You see it coming from near her mouth. I think that's a rubber mechanical bird on a wire. Mm, do you think? That they've got action, she opens her mouth and it flies away. If you look at it closely, it's not in her mouth. Hmm. And I honestly, I don't think if you're um, an animal care person on a set, if somebody goes, oh, I'm just going to put this bird in my mouth. First of all, birds are big. Hmm. Uh, even the little ones are big for a mouth. Yeah. And, and they'll be like, well, can I put a bird in my mouth? No, of course you fucking can't. <laughs> Because at the end of the film, it says the Humane Association. You can't go, oh, animals weren't hurt in this film. They were just put inside Michelle Pfeiffer's mouth. I like the mm. idea of someone just going to the American Humane Association and going, I put a bird in my mouth. <laughs> and what's, then going, what's it for? Is it a film? No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that does sound like a series of prank calls on something in the 90s. Just yeah. calling the American Humane Association. I oh, was just trying to figure out what your limits are, to be honest. Can I stab a puma? No. no. Can I lick a puma? Um, I mean, it's more full of you, really, on that one. What film's it for? Nothing. 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 I'm just genuine curiosity. Yeah. I'm a man of science. Me and Brian May are all the, the only people out there caring. Except I haven't shredded my buttocks. <laughs> 
Not like that. Anyway. No, poor Brian May shredded buttocks. I just shredded down some sh- <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this week's biggest new hit is from Shredded Buttocks. What have you just sat through? Well, have you just sat- I don't know. Oh, I thought you were going to say you just sat through Brian May. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, I know. I was going to say, I was just, no, it doesn't matter. It was a joke about shredding your ass. And I, you know what? I've thought better of it now. Oh, okay. Well, they decide that instead of killing Batman, she says, he's even more dangerous when he's dead. And I thought he's not. No. He's not. <laughs> no. Uh, she said, we have to discredit him, make him like us. I thought, what, like a bloke who wanks a lot? Why do they have to discredit him? Um, I don't know. I guess the court of public opinion is... But it's not like Batman's running against him. No. Although he should. Um, yeah, but he has to take his mask off. That's true. This is the thing I've never... Because this is a plot that happens. It feels like a lot in superhero movies. Mm. Where a superhero has done superhero things, and then everyone loves him, and then the bad guys frame him for something, and everyone's like, I always knew he was a prick. Yeah. Like Superman 3 it happens, doesn't it? Yes. Does. I mean, he does become a prick in that, but... He does get cancelled, quote-unquote. He gets, yeah, really quickly. It's yeah. like, something might be up here. The thing is, though, to be fair, in, in Superman's offence, he got cancelled because he ripped open an uh, ocean liner and spilled oil everywhere. He yeah, straightened the Eiffel Tower. Not the Eiffel Tower, the, the Tower of Pizza. Yeah. He blew out the Olympic flame. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. That's a bad example. But I feel like this plot line has been used in other things where they yeah. make the superhero appear to be now a villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone just goes, I fucking knew it. Yeah. Well, th- this is what they're going to do because Bruce, um, who I've written down here, is, re- is wearing a lot of cravats in this. He is wearing too many cravats for mm. Batman. He invites Selena over for an early dinner because they don't want to go to the tree lighting. And so he invites her around. Meanwhile, the penguin kidnaps the ice princess by hitting her on the head with a batarang. Well, he throws it in her face. Mm. It's not going to knock her out. It's going to slice her head up. Yeah, it's horrible. So then Bruce and Selina start necking on the sofa and he name checks Ted Bundy in a kid's film. That, right. Mm. So that that is less my issue than the fact that this is... Um, so there's somebody else. Oh, he mentions Norman Bates as well. Yes, that's so right. we know now that the way this film looks, it looks, it feels like it's set in a completely fantasy time and a fantasy world. But then he brings up Ted Bundy, so that which was at the time practically a current news story. Like yeah, he didn't get executed until eighty nine, so three years yeah. before this. He's, yeah. um, uh, well, I didn't know that off the top of my head. I looked it up. I'm not one. I'm not on that. Uh, mm. Norman Bates, we know the film Psycho exists, mm-hmm. and then in uh, Christopher Walken's office, we see him. Uh, they photoshop Christopher Walken into a bunch of celebrities. Schwarzenegger's there, yes, which breaks the continuity of the series anyway. Oh my god, yeah, but, yeah. But um, but so we so we know that outside Gotham City, the normal world is happening. Our world exists, mm-hmm. which just makes it feel like a bunch of bollocks. Like yeah. imagine. Imagine if in the middle of all this, there's one city in America that's like Gotham City. It's like, first of all, if you've ever been to Gotham, yeah, everyone still dresses like it's 1957 and there's people walking around with a cocks out. Right? <laughs> this is not, it's not a hot holiday destination. It's not like New no. York. No, no, no. It's, it's only five feet t- wide. Yeah, it's only five feet wide. Somehow there's a bloke 
who bought a shop is now a billionaire industrialist <laughs> who still only operates within the confines of the town square somehow. Yep. Um, and there's, you feel like Batman would be hired to go to other towns, yes. you know, if there was big issues, but there's never issues. It's always for like Gotham where there's a nutter taking over. Mm-hmm. And so it breaks, having reality, our reality seep into it, even in little ways, I guess, really makes it feel even more slipshod and broken as a film. Yes, absolutely. But they start snogging. Oh, and by the way, earlier on, I meant to say, oh, no, it hasn't happened yet, but ignore me. Um, so they start snogging, and then we find out that something bad's happened, so Bruce has to leave, and then Selina has to leave. And um, he gets he goes as Batman to where the Ice Princess is, and when he gets out of his car, the circus gang start taking it apart and putting twee shit in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the most obvious, like we're going to put a covert thing on it. It's mm. bright red and got a spiral on it. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, they, they've got the blueprints for the, the Batmobile. So then... Oh yeah, how did they get the blueprints for the Batmobile? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Max got them through one of his contacts. Yeah, but it's a secret thing. There's, maybe it was a Haynes manual in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah, that checks out. Uh, and then he has a fight with Catwoman because she says, um, he says, uh, he tells her to eat floor. It's high in fiber. What? Okay. Yeah, and then she throws a chair at him and he's like, oh, chair, my greatest weakness. <laughs> and um, she goes off with the ice princess. And when he gets to the roof, the ice princess is put on the side of the roof. And the penguin runs out and shouts, lawn dart, and throws his umbrella down, which shoots out loads of bats and she falls to her death but she still turns the lights on though good girl professional <laughs> yeah um, good booking good booking yeah. the, the, the the um and I know we're not supposed to question it we wouldn't have questioned it in the old series but it's he's whose job has it been to go and catch bats in an umbrella mm. yeah, it's got to be one of his guys going I didn't get into the criminal syndicate business to be chasing bats around with umbrellas <laughs> Also, you wouldn't... You'd have to gaffer it shut. It's true. They'd all get out. You can't... Yeah, it's not like... you're Okay, guys, 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 bats, guys. You stay in the umbrella, right? That's what's going to happen. I'm going to throw you. It's going to open, and you're going to fly out. But we we can fly it right now with the talking bats. But we Mm. can fly it right now. Like, I told you I wouldn't gaffer it shut if you play ball. Right? (laughs) But if if you're going to be mouthy, I will. Right? (laughs) 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 he's cut a deal with him and said if you stay in the umbrella till i need you we're cool i'm cool if you're cool right and then the umbrella and it's and the umbrella flies up and the bats fly up but it's just Mm. And and which which she's on top of a building, hmm. she falls, and everyone looks up and goes, "Ah, it must have been Batman because there was a lot of bats." Hmm. You can't see; it's the middle of the night. You think you can see half a dozen fucking bats from up there? And the police burst out and shoot him. Which overkill? Yeah. Okay. Let's hear his side of the fucking story. Yeah, but he lands like half a rooftop away, and the police are like, "Well, I give up because he's gone." Yeah. And Catwoman gets on top of him and and starts talking saucy stuff to him. And then Batman, being the middle-aged man he is, looks up and goes, oh, 
Mistletoe. You know, mistletoe, if you eat it, it's dangerous. <laughs> Is that it? Is that your the height of your pillow talk? Well, he's on the floor. I mean, mm. it's the best. I don't know how many it's times... Dad, though. It is very different. How many times have you ever talked to, to, to a girl when you're lying on the floor in the middle of December? Wow. In the middle of the road? Wow. Don't like to say. I don't think my banter would be top-notch. I don't think I'd give out facts about mistletoe, though. No, I'd be like, should we get out the fucking road? Yeah. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go. Did you know? Anyway, she says a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. I don't think that's true. Um, No. Well, I'll tell you what. You kiss someone you don't mean to kiss, and I'll eat this mistletoe, and we'll see who makes it through the night. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But then she stabs him again with another pokey banjo pick, and he gets... I hate this thing. He stands up, and then suddenly this back glider thing comes out of his back. Yeah, yeah. It looks so shit. Yeah. Because they haven't quite mastered this... Well, ever. No one's ever mastered this. When someone flies with a glider... They always have that thing where they're slightly disconnected from it and their legs are hanging down because they're on a string. Yeah. Um, so it looks crap. Um, yes. But then he lands and he gets in his car and wouldn't you know it, his car is now in the control of Penguin. And because it's such an adorable little Tim Burton film, mm-hmm. Penguin runs into his Winnebago. Yeah. Into his ego, mm-hmm. when in which he has installed a let's say uh, one to three skill toy Batmobile, like you'd see outside of Sainsbury's in the eighties. Yeah. yeah, you put twenty p in it, and your kids can, can ride in it. And uh, when has he had this designed, manufactured, and installed? Because Sh- again, yeah, this is day three of the plot. Shrek did it, I guess. But maybe yeah, he sells in his shop. Uh, oh, actually, that. But it's on like a gimbal and everything. It feels like you couldn't get one quick. Like, it right. feels like, oh, here's what I want. We're going to put a remote control on the Batman's car, and I'm going to have my own little Bat car, and I'll control it from that. And somebody should have said, right, on our time, scale, and budget, we're going to need you to just do it on a computer with a mouse. Okay. <laughs> it won't look as interesting, but then you're alone in a Winnebago, so who's going to see anyway? Good point. Mm. So he drives the Batmobile around and then he starts saying things to Batman. Batman has the foresight to um, record them. On a CDR. On a CDR. And he says, you got to admit, I've played this stinking city like a harp. He's not saying anything bad about the people of Gotham until the minute Batman sticks the CD in. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah, great bunch of cunts in it. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever noticed everyone looks like they're a fucking idiot in this city? And it just it changes into Gordon Brown going, what a terrible bigamist, that woman. Not bigamist, bigger, that bigamist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, was, she said racist things and there were like five husbands in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then Batman eventually finds the device, which as you said earlier, is a small sphere with squirrely lines on it. Uh, yeah, and then he manages to take control of his car, but he's being chased by the police. And there's a now. Uh. Oh, to, he punches the screen in. Mm-hmm. He because the penguin's on the screen talking to him, and instead of just turning it off or just ignoring him, he punches his own TV in. Yeah, and then punches through the floor of the car to get the um, scanner, which luckily is exactly under his left arm. Yeah, it's, it's a very fragile car. 
Well, he's got one of those things that goes foreign contaminant. And tells him exactly, <laughs> exactly where it is. Exactly, yes. Yeah, and uh, but then he's driving towards a narrow alleyway. But luckily, the Batmobile, and I don't know why it would need this, has a f- function where it turns into a long rocket. Yeah. And he manages to go through the alleyway. Now, how are you steering this rocket thing? Uh, well, it's still got wheels on it, but yeah, it's they're in a straight line. But the wheel, the wheels go in. So you still got four wheels. Mm. So there must be some give on them. But you're not going to get his turning circle is going to be for shit to this thing. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, but then he, um, the next day, um, Oswald Cobblepot is doing a speech as mayor, and Batman <laughs> tunes into his frequency, Bruce Wayne does, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. puts a CD on of him saying, "You gotta admit, I picked the stick city like a hop from hell." And then he fucking scratches it like it's a record. He got wicky, 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 wow, wow, west. Said, That's not how CDs work, mate. No, 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 exactly. Imagine overnight, just so you can do that, he's had a CV, CD transfer to vinyl, and he's a bloke in the shop's like, it's usually the other way around. Shut up. I'm going to do, cool, do a cool thing tomorrow. It's going to be fucking lit. Lit. Oh, lit. It's embarrassing, though. It's really embarrassing. But there's the town turn on him. Again, if mm. they turn on him on the penguin really quickly. Like, oh, someone who might be the penguin sounded like it. It just sounds like oh, anyone could have gone. Oh, it's a police scanner. It wasn't me saying that. And like, yeah. oh, fair enough then. Yeah, but then to he to ruin it even more, he starts shooting at the audience. Well, they start chucking. They start. Does he? Oh yeah. The, oh god. The umbrella. Right. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Well, they're Good throwing point. fruit at him, to be fair. Yeah, they, they're throwing fruit at him, to be, well, to be fair. Yeah. He threw a tomato at him, and so I shot him. Seems mm. a bit much. I forgot he shoots him. Oh, okay. And he does say that line I like where he says, why does someone always bring rotten fruit to speeches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually works. Again, that feels like a gag from, from the 60s. Yeah. But then he, he runs away from everybody who starts chasing him, and he jumps back into the water and goes back to the sewer. And then says, yeah, he renounces his humanity and he's going to steal. He comes up with this plan bloody quick, doesn't he? He says, I'm going to take all of Gotham's firstborn. Well, he's been thinking about that for a while because he, we know he's been, when he was looking up his own name, he was looking up all the firstborn. So this was his at least backup plan all along. Mm. Goes, I'll tell you what, if politics doesn't work out, I'm thinking of falling back on child killing. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to throw them all in the toxic waste yeah. and kill them. Uh, I think Thatcher had the same plan, but... Um, nice. Yeah. I think you should there. have done this announcement in front of Four Seasons Total Landscape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, uh, it's just been reported that you can't do that. Well, who said that? Mm. All the networks. Oh, all the networks say I can't kill kids. All the networks. Oh, God. that is. I think that's the greatest moment of the 21st century. So far, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely the funniest. If, if I think the sad thing is, it feels like it did feel. I mean, that day was the end of the administration. Like it was game yeah. over then. Mm-hmm. But uh, then if I really, I mean, I know there's a lot of people have said this, but it would have narratively, it makes more sense if uh, Trump just died because mm. yeah. <laughs> he's still crawling on, and it feels like this pathetic epilogue. Mm. Everything, all this, everything that Trump is doing now, just feels like a legacy sequel, like that Ghostbusters one that's rubbish. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway. Or the new Matrix. Have you seen it yet? I've seen bits of it. Okay. We'll talk about it in a minute. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's then a charity ball hosted by Shrek. Not the, <laughs> not the ogre. No, yeah. And um, yeah, I think they have to keep saying that. 
on all the invites. Sir, we've had an invite to a charity ball by Shrek. Now, is it in the swamp or is it in Gotham? It's in the swamp. Right, well, I'm not going to that one. I'm going to the Gotham one. I'm going to the one, just because it's nearer, as everything in Gotham is. <laughs> well, I could leave here at five past, and I'll be there at six past. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to the swamp again, though, because there was that confusion that time where I was invited to a ball <laughs> by Shrek, <laughs> and I thought, why is it out in the woods? And I got there, and he was a big green ogre yeah. fella, and, and there was a donkey having sex with a dragon. <laughs> it was really odd. Yeah. And it ran out of ideas after the first night. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so he goes, they go to the ball, and then he sees Selena again, and then he uh, sees Shrek first. He sees Shrek first. Oh, and his turban and his mask. Anyway, he's got the turban because it's. I think I'm going to guess again. Crystal Walken brought that from home. Mm-hmm. Um, goes, I love this. I can't. I want, look. It's me, Johnny Carson. Okay, all right. Well, that's nobody in outside Britain's going to, outside America's going to get that. But fine, you put it on. And he goes. The thing is, Bruce. It doesn't matter who's mayor. And Bruce, it's, I love this moment. Bruce Wayne goes, it matters to me. And Susan Walton goes, yawn. Mm-hmm. I love that line reading so much. Yawn. It's like something out of Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah. Stop trying to make Batman happen. There's no real continuity to that character. It's just whatever mood Christopher Walken Basically, was in that day. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, so then he meets Selena again and they start necking. And then um, she spies the mistletoe and she thinks I'll... I'll run out that great dad fact I heard last night yeah, yeah. and tells about he's the He's telling everyone this. Mm. Everyone he's talked to in the last 48 hours, the whole Christmas period has been going, I think he might be Batman. Mm. I think so. And then they basically swap lines and then they realise who they are. But then there's a big explosion <coughs> and Penguin comes through the floor on that duck again. Yeah, but properly because it's a big enough hall this time. Yeah, but he's also now got animatronic penguins with rockets on their backs. But they're not just any rocket. They're twee, stripy candy cane rockets. But they don't come out of this bit, do they? That's later on. He's got three of them in the duck. But there's not all of them. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm. (laughs) It's like, oh, i got a big plan now. You've got three... You've got three penguins with Roman candles strapped on the back. Yeah, I'm taking over this town. You're a nutter. Mm. What we need to do is get an attack helicopter. I know that's going to be difficult because Gotham Square is only five feet wide. We don't need a attack helicopter. We just need to punch these penguins in the face. It's game over for you, son. Just get like one of those like riot trucks with the big barrier at the front. Just fucking run them all over. Well, they don't know there's a load yet. They only know there's just three. Yeah, but when there is a load, just run them all over. Yeah. Get yeah. job done. Yeah. Key to the city. <laughs> Which, because it's Gotham, you put the key in and it breaks a window. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he says, I'm going to take Chip, and he's 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 got some fucking weird logic. I'm going to kill your son because you ruined my political career. And uh, Max says, Take me instead. If you've got any shred of human decency left in you, take me. And then he says, I, I'm the one who humiliated you. And he goes, Oh, good point. All right. Yeah. So he takes him, and then he sends out Vincent Chevalier in a, steam, a twee steamroller. <laughs> Oh, God. Imagine if you are taking part in the biggest kidnapping in the history of time. Mm. What vehicle are you going to rent? Something quick, something nondescript, maybe? A white van is always being... Yeah, yeah, Yeah. the classic. Mm -hmm. No, Vince Chiavelli has got one of them fucking road trains Mm. from a sandals resort. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's been Tim Burton the fuck. Yeah. 
and he and has a top speed of 50 mile an hour so you better hope you get away with it quick because mm. in a car chase situation you're fucked right? yeah. and it's got cages and they're just putting children in cages yeah yeah someone's going to notice because they keep going like oh well we did this while all your parents were partying mm. not all your parents it's literally about 120 people in what looks like a Hyatt yeah and oh. they're like, we're going to kidnap all the kids well not all the parents how many people live in Gotham because it's about 200 the way it makes sense here. Yeah. I think there's six people in Gotham. <laughs> um, and they all live in the same flat. Yeah. Well, it, the thing is, right, to give you a, uh, what's happened here, the Penguin tells everybody his plan. Bruce Wayne's standing there. He's got time to go home, get <laughs> changed, go and find Vincent Chevalli in his fucking thing and, res- and rescue all the kids. That's he's how slow he's going. This is the parents have got time to yeah. go. Well, we better get on then. Mm. It doesn't make like again. It's a fifteen mile an hour steamroller thing. Right, you can walk quicker than it. Yeah. This this is the biggest plot on the thing. Is it, it just doesn't make any sense? No. And we're and we're and Tim Burton's going. Ah, oh, fuck him. Fuck the audience. Mm-hmm. Just don't think about it. Just keep looking at the pretty design. It's like no, it's not that pretty actually. It's in fact it's getting a bit old now. Yeah. Oh. And by this point, I was like, no, John's right. This is fucking terrible film. Yeah, thank you. So then Batman sends a note back with the monkey. I says, sorry, the children won't be joining you. And Penguin gets really angry and then sends all the penguins out with rockets on their back. <laughs> How do you tell a monkey? How do you? Here's a note. Take this to the penguin. And the monkey goes, right. Okay. Hang on a minute. We had bats a minute ago who told keep the mouth shut now yeah. now has it got a problem about talking to a monkey i don't mind him talking to a bat i'm just saying but at least they have the penguins bats he was talking to hmm. whereas bat this monkey is one of the bad guys but the monkey is going all right i'll go with what batman's saying yeah bad date should have been that monkey the yeah one, the one who hires hitler <laughs> that's how you know he's a bad monkey but he takes the note. He's like, well, mm. and what, what does the note say? Something like, I'm coming to get you, or whatever. Batman. Yeah, yeah, he says, yeah. Okay. All the children are unable to attend. That's, that's it. That's right, yeah. But I like the, the monkeys. The <coughs> steps are too big for it, so it has to slowly descend the stairs. <laughs> like, Poor little thing. Like Frank Windsor. Yeah. <laughs> you also get this free pen. <laughs> um, but then, then we get this bit where Batman comes in a bat boat, which looks like shit. I put bat boat, but apparently it's the bat plane. Is it? Apparently so. It's just, but somehow it flies in. It's what uh, it's small enough wing radius to fly through a little sewer. Hmm. It looks shit. Then anyway, no, it looks shit. Yeah, and everyone starts getting scared because Batman's coming. So all his gang run away, backflip away. So Penguin gets in his duck and heads for the surface, but Batman cuts him off. And then he says to, and they have a little fight. And then Penguin says to him, "You're just jealous because I'm a genuine freak." And you're not. And Batman's comeback is, you might be right. Bazing. Yeah. And then- oh, when he jumps out the when he jumps out of the um, the Batmobile. Hmm. I don't know if he pushes a button or something, but a bunch of bats fly out oh, of the yeah. Batmobile as well. It's like, have you been flying around with bats in there? Yeah. Because that's 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 three points in your license if you if they see you doing that. <laughs> um. And then yeah, he he's got a little box with a flashing button on it, and the penguin wants it. So he takes it and presses the button and it means that all the penguins fire their bombs at him. At his lair. 
Okay. And he falls through the window because all the bats come out and scare him. Because the natural enemy of a penguin is a bat. And he falls all the way down back into the water. Mm. And then is lying there. And then, meanwhile, Shrek escapes his cage because he gets a monkey to bring him a key. Again, talking to monkeys again. That monkey's a dick. He's not helpful. Mm. I don't know. I don't think he's committed to this organization that he's been working for. No, I think he's a turncoat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he gets out of the cage and he's just about to step out when a whip hits him and he falls in the water. And he sees a gun which he grabs and then he comes out and Selena's there. And she's like, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, oh. And then Batman comes and then Batman stalks to Selena and says, look, you know, killing people doesn't make anything better. And then the worst continuity error that still annoys me to this day is that Batman's got black makeup around his eyes. Mm-hmm. And then... One shot, then it cuts to the next shot. He's got no makeup around his eyes, and then he tears his mask off. Oh, it annoys me so much. That I'm, I'm so annoyed by that ripping off the helmet mm, bit anyway. I hated that that's because with the, I, I'd never noticed the eye thing because it just feels like that's coming off like cling film. Mm. You, you'd have no neck to def- first, would have been stabbed in a side because you didn't put the armor on your tummy all the way around. Mm-hmm. Now it turns out you might as well be walking around with just bin bags on, you massive twat. Yeah, oh, it's annoying. And then, um, Max says, Why are you, Bruce, why are you dressed up as Batman? Oh, and she says, He is ba- Batman, you fucking idiot. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. Was, and then shoots him. End of film. End of film. Um, so, yeah, so him and he's lying dead, and then Selena's like, Well, you, you, I've got seven <coughs> lives left. Let's see what we can do. And he shoots her a few times. Yeah, what is this gun made out of? Oh, it takes know. Batman down, mm. and he is, we know at least his front is heavily armored. He's dead for all we know. Mm-hmm. Well, probably not. But, um, but she's getting shot like in a vulnerable area mm-hmm. repeatedly and keeps repeatedly. on going. Yeah. And then she says, I've got two lives left. And then she kisses Max, but holds on to an electricity pylon. And she's got the taser from the start. Yeah. So she goes in for a kiss and she put, this is weird. She puts the taser gun. Mm. It's not a taser gun. It's, um, I don't know what you call it. The one from Die Hard 2. Yeah. The one that you have to push it into somebody. It's not a taser. I gave it to my little dog once. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing, lived for a week. Um, <laughs> ah, fun dog death quotes. Uh, yeah. But she goes in a kiss, Crystal Walton, and she puts the taser thing between their yeah. mouths. Why? She's essentially committing suicide for no reason. No reason. But she, her body's not there, though, Dan, because when the smoke clears, there's a Shrek skeleton with his hair, but no Selena. Yeah, but she can't have been planning for that. No. Well, Unless she's, like, a, she's like, oh, it's all right. I've, I'm wearing my rubber wellies. So I'm grounded. What's, mm, no. Bruce probably thinks, well, she melted then. Yeah. That's fair enough. And then next day, the, the lights are put on and Batman, I'm sorry, Bruce is with Alfred and they're driving along in his car. Oh, well, and there's, we missed the, there's the penguin funeral for, for Ah, yeah. All the penguins take Danny DeVito's yeah. fat dead body yeah. out and, and push him into the water. Where presumably you're going to some sort of drinking supply. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to re- it out of my tap. Oh, 
dear, oh dear. <sighs> um, yeah, so then he sees a cat and he gets out, Bruce does, and there's nothing there. And he brings the cat back in the car. And he's like, oh, nothing. And then the bat signal goes up. And nobody, Alfred says, you can't just take cats, you yeah. cunt. Yeah, put it back. You fucking entitled billionaire prick. Put the cat back. But then we get the ending of Catwoman looking up and seeing the bat signal from behind. Now, I think that meant she was she was going to have a spin-off film, wasn't she? Which was written, which uh, mm. is a, the script is available online. It might be one that I want to do something with next year. Mm. Um, I, I haven't read it. I don't know if it's... I mean, it's probably shite. Probably shite. But, in fact, I know it's set in... Um, oh God, it's something called Oasisville. It's set in sort of like a resort in the Nevada desert, which is exactly where I want to see Catwoman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. There's Batman Returns. Uh, yeah. Uh, very dissatisfying. I'm, I'm sure you will all disagree, mm. is the thing. And I'm really sorry about that. But and it's not right. as bad as Forever, which I think is worse than Batman and Robin, which is the worst. But I think it's a sliding scale, definitely. There's... And don't get me wrong, the first one's not a masterpiece, but I think it's better than this. Yeah. Because at least you've got Jack Nicholson, mm. who's... He can be in anything. Oh, well, I say anything. I haven't seen Anger Management. I tried. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, this this one I thought was for all the things that annoyed me about Batman Forever, which I've seen recently, and Batman and Robin, which I haven't seen in a long time. Is this one weirdly feels the most disrespectful to its audience? Yeah, it just feels like a TV movie. This one, um, yeah, even even the other like the Joel Schumacher ones. They, there's more of a sense of. Gotham City being this big metropolis. Well, he takes it completely the other direction with Gotham suddenly like this huge space age planet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one's tiny and it's weird and there's a lot of continuity errors and it just looks like no one gave a fuck apart from the actors. And and the art designer and mm. the cinematographer. It, it's technically, mm. it's a great film. It's just that they're being, there's that oh, guiding hand of Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which good. makes it just annoying. Uh, and that's why he was taken off of the third one. Because I don't think they liked it. Didn't it make a fortune, though? Yeah, it did. But uh, <coughs> I think it would have made more money if they were able to market it as a kid's film. Right, okay. Which is why Joel Schumacher was told to make it more kid-friendly. I have no idea if Batman Forever did well financially. I think it did all right. I, the, the guy I feel sorry for in all this, because I heard a podcast... With Michael Keaton when he was on WTF, hmm. and he didn't do Batman Forever because Tim Burton wasn't doing it, and he was going to go in this other direction. He didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. And at the time, he thought he was doing the right thing. And then years later, and they said, "We'll give you this much money." He was like, "No, I'm not doing it. Artistic integrity." Hmm. And it does feel like it's one of those times where it genuinely was artistic integrity because they were offering him more money. Yeah. But he said years later, somebody offered him to get in on some land deal that he would have made him like, like insanely rich. And he hmm. just, if he'd made Batman Forever he would have had the money to do it, and that was his only regret. Oh, Actually, no, I'm saying that. I'm not that sympathetic towards millionaire actor Michael Keaton. No, but, especially know. as he's just been, he's playing Batman again in this new Flash film. So, And he's and I, yesterday they say he's doing oh, Batwoman Batgirl. as well. Batgirl, like, yeah. He's probably back. He's back playing Batman. Mm. I didn't think he was amazing. Like, some people act like the second coming of Christ with him playing Batman. Mm. He's fine. Yeah. I don't hate Christian Bale as much as everyone does. Even no, with his silly voice. I think he was great. I think yeah. Michael Keaton uh, was a good Batman and a good Bruce Wayne, whereas I think everyone that followed, not Christian Bale, I think he's great as both, but everyone that followed in this universe 
yeah. was either good at one and not the other. I think Val Kilmer was a good Batman but a bad Bruce Wayne, and I think Clooney was a great Bruce Wayne but a terrible Batman. Yeah, and Val Kilmer apparently hated hated the job. He hated it. I watched his documentary Val quite recently. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, he said uh, he was in a he was in Africa or something, looking in an actual Batcave when he found out he got the part. So he thought, I better better take it then. That's fate. And yeah, he didn't like it at all. Um, he thought it was stupid. He said he'd always wanted to play Batman, and then the when he got the script and saw what they were doing with it, he was like, oh no. So he didn't want to do another one. And plus, I think Joel Schumacher hated him. Okay. Because he said, "Take get that son of a bitch off my set when they finished. I think a lot of people hated Val Kilmer back then. Hmm. Like, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was the guy who did um, Island of Dr. Moreau. He said, I wouldn't work with Val Kilmer again if I was making the Val Kilmer story. <laughs> yeah, but I'd recommend the documentary Val, though. Really, yeah, really go. good. Uh, it's, he basically... Um, had a home video camera for every since he was a kid and he shot everything so every film he's worked on he's got footage from the making of it he's been quite an interesting guy to me actually he is an interesting guy and i think he's now through the prism of what's happened to him since i think he realizes that he behaved quite badly and poorly to people especially his yeah. wife and he talks about that a lot how he made her life hell because he basically lived as jim morrison for a year <laughs> which can't have been fun anyway um there we go um, we've done Batman Returns. Yeah. Happy many, Christmas, everyone. Many happy Batman Returns. Yep. From all of us here yeah. to you there. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with a, a, a final episode. you doing one a day, you? Uh, no, I've done, I did two last week and I'm doing two this week. Oh, look at a little advent calendar. Yes. Uh, and uh, Which would have been more fun if we weren't all in isolation here. It's so weird. We've done a bunch of these, and you and I have only ever done two together. Yeah. Have we? Oh. Yeah. We did Biggles and Voodoo Kill. And Avengers. We did that. That was, that, was over, uh, that was over Zoom. Oh, right. You mean in person? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've only done two in person. Yeah. yeah. And that was a couple of years ago. <sighs> Damn, this virus. Oh. Oh. That's the door. Better go, uh, then. And with that, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.